We're going to get directly into the word of God. John chapter 12. This is stewardship month, is it not? We're going to speak this morning on, on giving. And then at the end, we're going to give again. And what I want to do is I want to be able to uh, 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 cover as much of the expenses for the Art Blajos Crusade as possible. And it's going to be taken care of. I know God will do it. And then what I want to do is give half to the Art Blajos thing and then the other half to get Jocelyn home because I love her. Hallelujah. Uh, so we'll divide up the finances uh, to Art and also to Jocelyn. Make sure she gets home. Uh, do you have... John chapter 12, we'll begin reading in verse 1 down to verse 8. It says there, six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived where? At Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given to Je in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume, she poured it on Christ Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, <clears throat> into the dragon, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold, or ointment sold, and the money given to the poor? It was, a, it was worth a year's wages. He did not this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief, as a keeper of the money bag. In other words, he had the bag. He used, he used it to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Father, we pray that we would be able, Lord God, to show our love and our gratitude and our appreciation for what you've done for us through our outward and inward life, Lord God. That we would be able, Lord God, to have opportunity and not only have it, but seize the opportunity to show how much we love you. We bless you and we praise you. Let this instruction, let this word not only be taught, but that it would also be caught by your people. In your name we pray. And everybody together said? Yeah. Amen. You may be seated. Hard come, easy go. All right? I've turned that. Most of you have heard easy come, easy go. Well, hard come, easy go. The title of my sermon. And we're going to be dealing here with a couple of individuals. Mary and also uh, uh, Judas. And then also Zacchaeus, in just a little bit. And Mary and Zacchaeus were the kind of people that was easy for them to give. But Judas was the kind that it was difficult for him to give. Now some of us, we find it difficult to give. And yesterday, I don't know how many of you were at the call, but a good number of you showed up. And I salute you on that. I commend you on that. Was, how many were there? Wasn't that great? Uh, I think that was the biggest and most powerful prayer meeting ever in the Bay Area. And I say ever. It was so powerful. That, I was part of the committee, and I know where these men were coming from. I met with them on, on, on Friday, and their whole emphasis is, is, is prayer, prayer. 
Uh, they'd be behind the stage there when we were there yesterday, and they would say, listen, don't be so verbal, just pray. And, and for those of you that were there, when Esteban got the mic, he didn't say a word, he just started praying. You know, a pretty sharp little guy. Uh, he knows. He knows what he had to do. He just prayed. And real quick, some people would get the mic, and you know, they, they just love the mic. They just, you know what? Because uh, it was a big prayer meeting. Uh, but they needed to pick up finances, and I'm going to deal with that in just a little bit, on how they how they did it. But the individual mentioned the fact that, you know, Cheon, who oversees this, uh, uh, the call, he mentioned the fact that he was brought up in a poor household. He wasn't rich. Uh, I think he said like Lou, the other guy. His dad was doctors or something. I don't know. He said, you know, but he was brought up poor. And when you're brought up with, with very little, it's not easy to give sometimes, by and large. Uh, when you ain't never had nothing, and now you all of a sudden you have something, it seems like, it seems like even, uh, I think pastors got to become dentists <laughs> sometimes. Because it's like pulling teeth. You know, I never had this. Because we don't understand the principles of giving. And giving you, like I said before, what an opportunity. We put ourselves in what way? Blessings way. And we need to come to grips with that. We need to understand that. Now, I want us, first of all, here to look at and cover this morning who I consider the epitome of the individual who has to be taught to give, which is the dragon, Judas. He is the epitome, the perfect example of an individual that needs to be taught to give. As a matter of fact, we know through the teachings of the Word of God that Judas never learned this lesson. He never learned the, the, the lesson of giving. Uh, that Jesus tried to teach him. And, we, and that occurred there in John chapter 12, 1 through 8. He didn't learn what Christ was trying to get across to him. Here we have Mary and Martha. Martha is still serving, as always. And Mary is still sitting at the feet of Jesus. Only this time, she takes what was considered one year's wage, and she breaks it on the feet of Jesus. And in studying uh, 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 different commentaries will find they're dealing with this portion of scripture that back in those days it took women about three to four years to earn the amount of finances that it would take a man to earn in one year. Uh, so it was like about three, four years of her, her wages that she had right here. And she broke it at the feet of Jesus. Uh, and then again here is where Judas enters the picture. Okay. He comes in Judas here. What he does here, he becomes in a sense the fly in the ointment of Mary. Mary's ointment has a fly. Uh, and it's called Judas. And he calls Mary's expression of love and gratitude, he calls it in the King James Version, he says, what a waste. A waste. Look at that. Three years wages. We could have Sold it and given it to the poor. Lion devil. Listen to me. And you got to understand what I'm about to say here. Goodness will always bring out evil into action. For each action of goodness, there's also a, a negative reaction. Whenever you do something good, evil will come out. You're going to church again. Uh, right? For every good thing that you're going to do, Evil, you, you, you want to find out if there's any evil lurking around you, do something good. 
Ah, just do something good. Ooh, she's a Christian now. Ah, holy, holy. Mother of God, you know. Look at her. The evil will come out. Uh, because they, they, they don't want you around because they're going to, oh my goodness, look at that. Uh, uh, they can't party now in peace. That happens. See, Mary's reaction was to the good that Jesus had done for her in her life. While Judas's reaction was an evil response or reaction to the good that Mary was now doing. Again, goodness will always bring out evil into action. By calling Mary's act of love a waste. That's what he did. He brought out the evil and what a waste. Now, what Judas was saying, it seemed to be right and, and, and the right thing to do. Because it seemed to be using common sense what he said. Wow, man, you could have done that. That sounds pretty good, you know, doesn't it? Wow, you could have sold it and you could have put it over here. We could have made a bunch of flyers. Uh, we could have paid the rent for the men's home. And the women's home. Ah, wow. It, it, seemed, it seemed rather logical. It seemed to make some kind of sense. But all that was only veneer. Really what it was. Judas's motive was wrong and impure. He wanted to put that money in the bag. Because the Bible says he had the bag. And he wanted that money for himself. That's what he wanted. For himself. Matter of fact, let me just mention uh, how, how odd... Those of you that were at the call, when the individual was picking up the offering, remember that? He said that somebody was, a pastor had said, I'm going to give you $25,000 towards the call for uh, uh, Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. And then he had to call him back and he told him, you know what, I can't because a minister, a pastor, a reverend in my staff has just uh, pilfered, he, he had just uh, taken, uh, he had extorted $250,000 out of their bank account. A minister, that, that happens. Uh, and that, a lot of times that'll disenchant people's reasons. Wow, look at this. Hey, Judas, in the house, got the bag. Uh, all he thought about was, was himself. Uh, see, it was a bunch of veneer. Judas was a, a pilfering thief. That's what he was. The Bible describes that. Now, many of you here this morning you're already hanging Judas to the nearest tree. There you are, in your mind, you're, he's hung. Uh, let's go get rid of the guy. What an evil guy. Uh, how could he do that? He's a terrible person and he's got a terrible testimony, but believe me. Uh, you don't have to hang the Judases of this world. They're going to hang themselves. They'll hang themselves. Maybe some of you even thought right now when I was talking about a minister taking the money. Some of you might have thought, I wonder if Pastor Steve hangs him, take the money. <laughs> Maybe you did. Because there's a devil. Ah, For every positive, there's a negative reaction and evil. Ah. Well, I, I don't. That's for sure. I know that. Uh, but I would hang myself. if I, It's scriptural if I did. Because Judas is, you don't got to go hang them from the nearest tree. They're going to hang themselves. It all comes out in the wash. You can't go 90 in a 25-mile zone. I know that. I got to read the scriptures. Uh, that other guy, whoever that other guy was, my God, he hung himself. Uh, how could he think, you know, all, all this madness of money? But that's the way Judas was. Uh, but they're going to take care of themselves. Uh, they're going to hang themselves eventually. 
Our job is to worry about ourselves and take care of ourselves. Don't worry about the Judases. You worry about the Joneses, hallelujah. Uh, what about you, Mr. Jones? See, if I was to dismiss the service and allow you to go home right now, nearly all of you would be in the same boat as Judas. Because we're going to pick up a special love offering for the Arblajos, uh, you know, rally that we're going to be having. And we're going to have him here for quite a few days. Only one day here. But he's going to come and he's going to be with our singles, right, on a Saturday. All the singles, he's going to come and speak. He's going to be going to Santa Rosa. He's going to be going to Vallejo. Uh, we're, going to, we're, going to, we're going to use him up as best as possible. I want to get him into Oakland somehow because Oakland's got, you know, all those killings. All that madness happening. Uh, but we're going to have him here as well. And then also we got to get Jocelyn back to the arms of her husband. Uh, so you would be robbing God too, some of you. If I was to dismiss the service right now and let you go home. No, 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 no. i got to keep you in blessings way and we got to take care of God's business. Uh, so important. Uh, now, the sad and scary thing today is that our world is run and it's influenced by a whole bunch of modern day Judases. Yes, it is. Uh, our world is very heavily influenced by people like Judas's mentality. See, most people, they all knock the church for raising up money. Uh, for all of God's godly and goodly ordained projects. They, they knock that. We pick up money for missions. We pick up money for, for, for our rehab homes. The guys don't have to pay nothing. All they got to do is be obedient and breathe. Hallelujah. Breathe and be obedient. That's it. Uh, but they knock, people knock that. Uh, planning churches like Justin was talking about. It's worth it. It's worth it. And still they say, what a waste. No, it's not. Uh, Justin knows they got a powerful church in Manila. Some of you are going to see it someday. Uh, and we got three more churches. We got four churches there in Indonesia. Uh, we just talked to Chucky the other day. and Pastor Chucky, hallelujah, sounds like it. Uh, he's all excited. Pastor Chucky. Uh, but he's doing a powerful work there. But still, a lot of individuals call this a waste. By the way, we're going to be planning more churches soon and very soon around this area. And we got some cities targeted within our, our regional pastors. We'll be getting together. And we need to put some churches around here. I think we were thinking of Napa, Tracy, uh, 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 South San Francisco, San Mateo. We've we got we to increase our region. Uh, let me just stay here real quick. <laughs> Because, see, when I, I'm an elder, when we go to elders' meetings and regional meetings, every, I think I've told you, but I have to reiterate this. Some of you got to know this. Uh, I'm just, I'm keeping it, I'm parking right now. But they give us, the elders always have big reports. The regionals have about halfway reports. But all of the reports, every time we have the reports, we get there, we get the reports, and it has all the different names, Elder Steve Pineda, Elder Junior, St. Egan Junior, Junior. We all, the first when we open it up right away, right on top, right on top, the first financial report, the first, every report, is guess who? Alameda County Region. We're the A's. I mean, everybody sees that one first, including Pastor Sunny and all the, everybody sees, because we're the A's. Alameda County. We should have Ardvar County or something, you know, before us. But everybody sees us first, all the time, for everything. And guess who's almost at the top of the thing? Hayward. Hayward. So whatever we do and don't do, uh, 
Oh, let me see about Steve. Let me see about Steve. How's his church doing? Oh, they, oh, they didn't pay their, oh, they, ah, they're behind. Oh, now by and night we do real good. We, we stay okay. All right. But when we start doing a few things and we're slipping, everybody notices. They're, Ooh, look at this. Ah, so what I'm saying is, man, we have to uphold our testimony, good, good people. I mean, I'm sorry, but all the elders know about you guys. You're the, you're the first one they go through. And they do it all the time. So, you know, what can I say? <laughs> you know, just be obedient. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Uh, again, people call this a waste. Why? Because they themselves, like Judas, before them, they want the money for themselves. Do you remember years ago we were trying to get the bowling alley over in Union City? Now, I'm not supposed to get too political, but... I'll just tell you that at that time, you know, people are too much. The mayor of that city at that time, I'm not going to say who he was, but you guys could figure it out, and he's Japanese. <laughs> and God bless Japan. We need a church in Japan, by the way. Uh, Japan is so uh, unchurched. Not even Pastor Cho, who has the biggest church in the world, can crack that place yet. Uh, but someday maybe Victor Outreach can. Get the maybe out. Victor Rich can, hallelujah. Now that we can someday. Also, hallelujah. Uh, anyways, I remember because I learned a few things at that time. I was green and young and dumb. and I'm still young, but I'm not as dumb. Uh, but I remember somebody told me, you know, I learned a lot of stuff, but somebody said that he said, who brought Victory Outreach to Union City? Why couldn't they have stayed in Hayward? Now, I, I'm a lover kind of guy. I have to love. I can't let that get to me. And I love him. God bless him. But man, he's got problems. Uh, because they didn't, because we got it, because you know why? Because we're a ministry that does good. A lot of times the evil will come out. Uh, we're just there to help the people. Yesterday I was reading an article in the local section of Hayward and talking about how the gangs in Union City are getting worse than Hayward. That's bad. Uh, but that, I mean, because you, you guys are pretty bad. Uh, and there were, there were all this madness that happened in February, Logan High School, and, you know, uh, rape the whirlwind, buddy. Uh, but they try to hide their head in the sand. And, and they were all upset at us because, in other words, now they had to make a ruling on a Victor Outreach Ministries that's a pretty good ministry. And they might look, have to look bad because they might have to tell us no, which they did anyways. Uh, then how about when we're going to get the home over here in the men's home over in, 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 in Cherry Land. Hallelujah. Uh, the Cherry Land Homeowners Association versus the Victoria Homeowners Association. We're going to play them in baseball, right? We're going to beat them. We'll let them win. We'll let them win by half a run. Hallelujah. Uh, but they get all perturbed over something good. But back to Union City. Uh, they didn't want us to get the bowling alley because it's top-notch retail space. That was so many years ago, they still haven't leased out the building. But they're waiting for retail money. See, they, all they want, like Judas, they want the money for themselves. Mm, man. That's how you can spot the Judas spirit. With Mary. Now, with Mary, it's a different story. In the case of Mary, Jesus quickly, he comes to her defense. He says, leave her alone. She's doing this for me. The poor you have with you always, but not me, he says. The last scripture that I read there in John chapter 12. 
See, Jesus was saying that you and I will always have an opportunity to help the poor. Uh, that should be understood, and that should not be left alone or undone. No. But the opportunity to do, to do good to God and for God and to repay or to react to mercy that God had, had for us, we need to take advantage of that opportunity. I don't know if you noticed today the call, but they picked up the finances first to be able to take care of all their bills. And they had close to a million dollar debt. They were left with $300,000 yesterday. Okay, and I'm pretty sure they almost picked it all up. But I, I was in those meetings. They wanted to leave some money for the poor. That's why they picked up the second offering. Uh, because the poor should be second. I mean, I'm not saying you got to take care of God first. The things like, that's what they were doing. Very biblical what they did in the call. Those men, are, they're doing a great work for God. Uh, I mean, to get all those people to pray. And I was thinking this morning, what was there was a bunch of prayer warriors. Uh, getting on, I mean, I'm telling you, yesterday was the biggest day ever, and maybe ever will be, of, of prayer in the bay. They was mad at what happened, what occurred. Uh, they wanted to make prayer a lifestyle, and I'm pretty sure they, they helped to get us to that point in place, the call. But anyways, he says the prayer you're going to always have with you. But the opportunity to, to give to God, first and foremost, to take care of God, is, you're not going to have that opportunity all the time. Uh, see, Mary had done just that, getting back to John chapter 12. Mary had done that. Matter of fact, she had poured out her gratitude and her appreciation so much on Christ that she had to wipe off the excess with her hair. Uh, she had to wipe off the excess. She, she'd given above and beyond. And why all this display of love upon Jesus? Well, no doubt, my friend, because of the gratitude that she had in her heart for what God in Christ had done for her and for her family. Ah, uh, she was spending all that time at the feet of Jesus. And spending all that time at the feet of Jesus, she had been taught a lot by Christ. She had a lot of knowledge. She was no doubt, my friend, she, she knew much about the mercy and the forgiveness of God. That's why these classes on, on Vossum and Veti, they're, they're so important. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Understand what God has done for you. Crack open the word of God. Find out what, what he's done for us. She was there studying at the feet of Jesus all the time. Uh, a grateful heart, my friend, will always contribute. She herself had partaken of that forgiveness and of that salvation. She was very, very grateful. Uh, see, true peace belonged to Mary. Contentment and heaven were hers. Then also, her brother Lazarus was in the men's home. Yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I'm taking a little bit out of context. A lot out of context. Hallelujah. Uh, but the Bible says he'd been raised from the dead. And if you're in the men's home, he'd been raised from the dead. Uh, he'd been raised from the dead. Right? Uh, once I was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah. Uh, so he was in the Bethany, Victory Outreach, Bethany. Hallelujah. The Bethany home. Because uh, he'd been spiritually dead. Till one day Jesus raises him from the dead. No, Mary would never be one to be accused of withholding from God. Matter of fact, look, turn to Proverbs 11.24. Proverbs 11.24. You could never accuse her of this. 11.24 and 25. One man gives freely. Uh, yet. Gains even more. Uh, another withholds unduly. But comes to poverty. 
In other words, there's some that, that give freely. Easy come, easy go. Hard come, easy go. Even if you have to earn your, your money hard, but you can give it easy. Makes it easy to give. Really, that's what we need to get to. If you're what we call in Spanish a, a tightwad, learn to give freely. Crack that thing open. Let, let this be a soft spot. Hallelujah. Turn it into a soft spot. How do you turn it, uh, an elbow into a soft spot? You use it. Ah, and, and I know in the beginning it's hard. Like, ee, but you got to work it. You got to learn to work it. Work it. Oh, wow, I got it down. All right. Ah, ah, work the thing. Because there's some that withholdeth unduly, the Bible says, but comes to poverty. Verse 25 says, a generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. That's putting yourselves in blessings way. Is the Bible right or wrong? It's right. It's the truth. And we need to understand that. Mary would never be one to be called one that would withhold. Now look at Luke 19, verses 1 through 10. Luke 19, 1 through 10. Mary was, it was easy for her to give. A whole year's wage, and actually three years for her. She gave it up in a flash, uh, an opportunity that was before her. A lot like Zacchaeus. We're going to teach you. We find the way not to give through Judas. Now we're going to find the way to give through Zacchaeus. Luke 19, beginning in verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector. Not just an ordinary tax collector, a chief tax collector. And was what? Wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, you know the word Zacchaeus means pure. But being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, sycamore fig tree, to see him. And there's one in Santa Paula. Have you ever been there in Santa Paula? The biggest sycamore fig tree I think in the world is in Santa Paula. Uh, I've climbed those things. I was late to junior high many times, the first period, because I was climbing the tree. Uh, and those things are big. Uh, to see Jesus. So Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, the spot, ooh la la. Come on, youth. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Other people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to the guest of a sinner. Or some of your translations say publican, right? Publican. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. Right now, right now. And I have cheated, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. He said to him, Today salvation has come into your house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. Now, in this story, first of all, in the story of Judas. We saw a man who found it very difficult and super, super hard to give. But here in the story of Zacchaeus is a man 
who like Mary of Bethany, once he was touched by the, by, by the power of God, he found it rather easy to give to God. A good reaction, a positive reaction to good. And that's usually the case. Some people find it very, very easy to give to God, while others, due to reasons known unto themselves, they find it very difficult to give unto God. But it's rightfully already his anyways. Zacchaeus, though he within himself found it easy to give to God, yet when you study carefully his life, we find, my friend, that he really could have, he should have had it hard and difficult in giving to God and serving God. And I'm going to show you why. When we really look at his background in his life. Though he made it easy to give. The circumstances and situations before him would not and could not be easy to make it for him to give to God. Because the Bible says, the Bible says he was a publican. Publicans were despised and even hated by their own race, the Jews. Okay, they didn't like publicans. Publicans, what they did is they picked up the taxes and they could pick up as much as they, they could squeeze out of the people. In other words, there was no set standard that they, they, they could give. They could pick up taxes and tax the people for as much as they wanted. All they themselves had to do was to pay the Roman government a certain quota and the rest that they picked up above that was for themselves. Well, that's why he was so wealthy. Uh, he knew all the tricks of the trade. Uh, he knew how to, you know, different, different things, how to, how to do stuff. Uh, sometimes I'm hanging around a certain individual here in our church who knows a lot about business. Uh, and he'll, you know, we're doing stuff and he, all of a sudden he'll stop and say, no, 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 Steve, no, no, Steve. Look at it. He says, I used to do this. <laughs> uh, and he'll tell me, and I go, oh, says, that's what they're trying to do to us right now. That's not right. It's not right. Uh, See, Zacchaeus knew all the tricks of the trade. That's how he became very, very wealthy. Uh, he knew what he could do and what he couldn't do. It was mostly what he could do. Uh, see, these guys had to be totally business-only kind of people. No heart. Business-only. To be a publican was to live well below the integrity and character level. Well below it. If you were going to be a publican, you had to live well below the integrity and moral level. Uh, to be a publican meant that words like moral and character and integrity, they had very little meaning to a publican. They didn't even think about those. They weren't even in their dictionary. Character, morals. No, 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 no. See, publicans, no doubt, had their own set of jokes that they would tell among themselves in, in some, uh, you know, a corner of a bar. That they, that they alone hung out at. Uh, now, I didn't hang out in bars. I didn't. But I see TV programs sometimes. And mostly New York TV programs. But I could imagine, I can imagine, if I did hang out in bars, I didn't. But I can imagine going to a bar someday and walking in and seeing people drinking, but it's strange. Strange, man, look at this. Where are all the fellas? Because I know, and, and mostly like, you know, NYPD Blue. They have their own bar. Uh, oh, they, uh, they probably see me walking in here. What's a dolphin doing in here? It's going to kill our kick. Because uh, they have their own, and they tell their own jokes, their own set of jokes. Sort of like lawyers and attorneys. They probably have their own place too, you know, their own 
their own watering hole. Uh, and, and they say there's, you know, different jokes about, you know, why is a lawyer, you know, like a shark or all that stuff? Uh, no wonder they call them pubs. It's short for publicans. Or what we have in America now, the resurgence or the reviving of public is called Republicans. I'm just kidding. Let's go on. Let's go, let's go on. Let's go on. I, I like that party. I like that party. Uh, let's be democratic here. Let's be democratic. <laughs> let's get back to Zacchaeus here. Zacchaeus, he had to have become quite a character once his life was touched by Christ. What a guy. This man not only raises above his own school of sharks and, and, and shylarks, but he goes on to make it to the top. He becomes a great man. He rises above all this. I mean, he was living way below the integrity level. Now all of a sudden he's at the top. Just like that. I'll tell you, when Jesus changed me, he changed me. Some of you have probably been with me, and you've gone with me to, to see some of my friends. Some of you have probably been with me. And sometimes when you see some of my friends that are still out there, I say, wow. Wow. And sometimes I'll be there and I'll talk like them a little bit. Oh, yeah, you know, I'll say a few words. And, and then, you know, wow, I don't fit. But I'll tell you, I was as bad as them, if not worse. I'll just tell you that. I was, I was a, oh, man. But something happened to me. Uh, Yes, I have evolved, but I'll tell you something. When I got in the home and when God touched my life, I, I, I changed. I like that. Just like that. I, all of a sudden, I mean, I ran with the proudest guys on this planet that I, that I would run with, that I, that I came in contact with. Uh, I mean, talk about pride. I didn't know what I meant. I was that. <laughs> just say it about pride. I didn't know what my pride meant. I just knew that I was that. Uh, but all of a sudden, you know they have the saying, walks like a duck. You could spot him coming a mile away. I spotted the devil. I said, man, that was no good. Right away, I said, man, I was, to have pride, I'm not going to have pride no more. I'll just, uh, you want me to be a sissy for God? I'll be a sissy. Yes, so. But thank God he didn't ask me to be a sissy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord, brother. Uh, but I, I would just, the total opposite, just like that, when God touches you. Ah. Uh, it happened. I don't know if it's happened to some people. Some people, it takes a little bit longer. Hard. But me, boom, like that. I started, man, I started using my mind. No, 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 that's not right. And that's, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. I was in the man's over there. Yes. Why do you think I'm telling you? All you got to do is breathe and be obedient. I, that's what I did. Yes, yes. I, I learned the word yes, 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 yes. Okay, whatever, sure, sure. What else can I do? I didn't say that one too much. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> you guys didn't know I know those words. Hallelujah. And the, the, your, your director doesn't know that you know them either. Hallelujah. Uh, repeat after me, guys. What else can I do? Ah, you don't know those words. You don't know those words. Listen to people besides, they do so much. They do so much for this church. God bless them. Uh, let's get back to Zacchaeus. He rose above that level. Zacchaeus, like Mary of Bethany, instantly made it to level three of giving. Sacrificial giving. Right away, he goes to the top. He, goes to the, he doesn't go through step one, two. He goes right to the top, and he says, I'm going to give half of what I have and, and four times of what I have taken from anybody. I can imagine, from everybody. 
He must have had a line for days. They must have been through all the receipts and come and lined up one at a time. No, no, remember this one? You remember this one? No. How about this one? No, 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 no. Times, they all became good mathematicians. Times four, times four, times four. Uh, may the tribe of Zacchaeus increase. We need that. Now, the key to Zacchaeus' reaction of love, like Mary before him, was that he had truly repented and he had truly found repentance. Uh, and this guy was not a half-hearted, double-minded kind of guy. Understand what I said. He wasn't half-tiptoeing through the tulips kind of a guy. He was not a half-hearted guy. He gave half. He wasn't half-hearted. He gave half of what he had. When Zacchaeus said he was going to do something, he didn't just push his foot around. No. He meant it, and he carried it out. If he said he was going to give, he didn't just give half-hearted. He gave half of his wealth, the Bible says. Besides the offering of restoring fourfold, the extortions that he had committed to his own people. To his own people. Now when Jesus came to Zacchaeus' area and into his city, down his street, up to his house, and finally right into his face, Zacchaeus made sure that he was going to see Jesus. He was prepared. He let nothing stand in his way. Zacchaeus was the kind of guy, uh, was not the kind of guy to let things get in his way of doing what he needed to do. What needed to be done, he took care of it. Uh, he understood the importance of doing what needed to be done. Listen, we, we need to understand that, church. We need to understand the importance. If we're going to do something, let's do it. Don't we need to finish all this stuff, Bernard? You're here someplace. Uh, we need to, well, if, let, let's be those kind of people responsible. We're going to do, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it. We're going, to take care. we're going to take communion today, even after a long sermon. We're going to do it. Uh, learn to take care of business, God's business. Uh, how about you and I today? How about us today? When Jesus touched us, this, we start out by making a commitment to God that we're going to be loyal and faithful and givers and tithers. But then we allowed certain things to get in our way and to block our path to Jesus. Then, my friend, today is a day to climb up your sycamore tree and to rise above your level of lies and all those annoying voices uh, as to why you should give that mess with you. Yes, you can give. It's not a waste to give to God. We need to understand that. Riches are not everything. If they were, then why was Zacchaeus still searching? Riches are not everything. With Zacchaeus, as with other individuals, the proof of his conversion, like I said before, was in the pudding. The proof was in the pudding. He responded. He was responsible. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. You know, there's, there's fruit. If you have root, there's going to be fruit. I'll go further than that. I'll be a rapper right now. If there's fruit, there's going to be, if there's root, there's going to be fruit, and there's going to be in loot. I'll throw that into boot. Hallelujah. The devil, hallelujah, where he needs to take it, hallelujah. I'm going to close with this. Somebody has said, and I, I like this. I used this years ago, and I wrote it down to use it here today. Somebody says that a real genuine Christian is like a very, very good and expensive watch. It has an open face, busy hands, is on time, 
and is made of pure gold? That's the real question. Uh, he has an open face, busy hands. Uh, he's on time. He's on time. Boulevard. Uh, and it's made of pure gold. Maybe we be, may we be like fine gold watches. That's what God is watching out for. Hallelujah. He's watching for watches. That sometimes your finances are going to be hard to come, but easy to go. Don't, no, God's going to take care of you. Uh, God's going to take care of business. I know who I, who I work for. Uh, I, I got a great job. My boss always comes through. Always. He always comes through in the watch. Hallelujah. Not the wash. Hallelujah. Uh, but he always comes through. And I would dare say that this church, even whenever we get to the regionals and elder meetings, every time you look up, and there it is, Alameda County, Hayward right away, this church has always come through. And I salute you. You've always come through. And I, I can say that totally honestly. Uh, sometimes things have been difficult, but every time we've needed to do something, we've done it. And, and, and again, right now, I'm going to make an altar call, and the altar call is going to be, we're going to pick up a love offering to, to be able to take care of the, the, the finances for art and also to get Justin home. Uh, get her home. And I wasn't going to do this, but then I found out that she didn't have the full finances yet. Uh, but hey, we've got to take care of That's our business. We, we, we put the church there. Uh, that's our baby. Hallelujah. Uh, but first, before I do that, I'm going to ask every head bowed and every eye closed. Before I even do this, talking about finances, because it's Stewardship Month, and we're only going to cover this on, on Wednesdays, but I decided to kick off the first month on a Sunday morning on finances. Because I need to be a good steward of the time God has allotted us. And God has brought us into Stewardship Month for a reason. But I want to pray first and foremost for those of you that maybe you need to you need forgiveness of sins first. Maybe you need to get right with God. Time and again I've said there's no better feeling, feeling in all the world than to know that you're right with God. And there's somebody here, a few of you, a number of you, you need to make it right with God. You need in good standing, needing to get in good standing with God. Well, take advantage of this opportunity right now that I will give you. To ask Christ to forgive you. Wow. We're living on troubled times. We could be living in end times. So I want to give you that opportunity to get right with the Lord. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, first and foremost, before we pick up this love offering for the rally that we're going to have, and so we're going to be saved with in our blajos to get Jocelyn home. I want to pray for those of you that need to get right with God. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet right there where you're at. You need a prayer of forgiveness. Yeah, you need to ask God to forgive you. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Every penny that's picked up behind this pulpit is for this purpose here. To get people right with God and to keep people right with God. That's what the finances are for. To get people right and to keep people right as best as possible. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, we don't want to omit or neglect what the gospel really is all about. Winning souls and keeping souls. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish, 
but have eternal, everlasting, forever life. In the sweet by and by. Anybody else, this is my last call, but you want to be included in this prayer. You need forgiveness of sins. You need to get right with your Creator, with Almighty God. Because of what Jesus did on the cross for us, you're able to do that. And I'm able to offer that to you. This is my final call. Many are standing, but I believe there could be others. You need to get right with God. You need forgiveness of sins. I'm going to ask you right now to stand at your feet right there where you're at and allow me to pray, the opportunity to pray for you. Anybody else? This is my final call. You need to get right with God. I'm going to wait a few moments longer. Just a few moments longer that we're going to pray. Say, I need forgiveness of sins, Brother Steve. And I want to make it right with the Lord. Well, if that's you, I'm going to ask you to stand at your feet right there where you're at. I'm going to pray for you. Anybody else? Many are standing, but I believe there could be others. So I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Those of you that are standing, I'm going to ask you to bow your head right there where you're at, right there where you're at. And take advantage of this prayer. Say, Jesus, you know my heart. You know my life. I will admit I have done wrong. I've been selfish. I've thought mainly and mostly about myself. I have not put you first, not even second, not even third in my life, but too far down the list. Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I want to put you at the top of my list, number one in my life, first and foremost in my heart. I need you more than anything else in this world. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I open up my heart. I invite you to come in. Take control of my life by your Holy Spirit and by your holy love. Lead me in the way everlasting. From this moment on, I surrender my life and my will to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.